you have your Bibles with you, I'm going to look at Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. I'm going to look at the first 13 verses of Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, starting in verse 1, please hear this public reading of God's Word. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything, because... He is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So as we come to our time of confession today, I just want to think about the subject of prayer for just a little bit. Now my guess is that many in here, maybe most in here, would agree with Alistair Begg who said that for him personally, prayer is the most difficult spiritual exercise, he said. The most, spiritual, most difficult spiritual exercise, both public and private praying for him, was the most difficult, is the most difficult. I would agree with him. Prayer has often been difficult for me personally, but I am thankful that the Bible gives us wonderful encouragements to pray, and we have a wonderful encouragement to pray in our text, which we will get to in just a moment. But before we get there, I want us to remember that when we think about prayer, we should remember what a privilege that it is to pray. What a privilege it is to pray. And we have a hint of the privilege of prayer at the beginning. Verse 2, it says this, And Jesus said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. When you pray, say, Father, what a privilege it is to go to the throne of grace and say, Father. At the end, Jesus says, Heavenly Father. We can say, Abba, Father, to God in prayer. What a privilege it is to pray to God and say, Father. My son just turned 17 months old this week. Hard to believe he's already 17 months old. One of his favorite words that he says to me every day from the morning until night until even in the middle of the night would be a word that you could probably guess, and it is the word daddy, daddy, except he says it like this, daddy, daddy, daddy. He says it in the morning with affection and joy. He says it when he's excited during the day. He says it in the middle of the night when he is afraid of the dark. He says it loud at night. He says, daddy. Why does he do that? Well, he has every right to do that because he is my son. And what I have been reminded of over and over again is we, as God's adopted children, have every right to go to the throne of grace and say, Abba, Father, say, Heavenly Father. What a privilege that it is to pray. A quick story 
to remind us of the privilege to pray comes from Corey Ten Boom's life. I've mentioned her many times, but just a reminder about Corey. She and her family hid Jews in their home in Holland in World War II. They were discovered and found out, and her whole family, who were Christians, were thrown into prison camps. And Corey and her godly sister Betsy were taken to a horrible place called Ravensbrook prison camp. And while they were there, it was bitter cold. It was the morning, and the head of their barracks, who was a very cruel individual, ordered all of the prisoners out an hour before it was even necessary, just out of cruelty to them, wanted to see them suffer. So the sun isn't even up yet, and it's freezing cold. And Corey and Betsy got together, and they decided to take their own route to get to the square where the roll call was, and they were walking alone to enjoy some time together, walking arm in arm, hand in hand. And you can guess what these two godly sisters were doing as they walked to the roll call. They were praying. Betsy started praying, and then Corey ended the prayer. And after she got done, they walked in silence for a little while. And then Betsy, this godly woman, broke the silence, and she said this, isn't this a bit of heaven? Isn't this a bit of heaven? And then she turned and kept praying because Corey said that her sister was living in the spirit of prayer in Ravensbrook prison camp. And Lord, this is a small foretaste. One day we will see you face to face, but thank you that even now you are giving us the joy of walking and talking with you. In the middle of a horrible prison camp, they had not lost the wonder and the privilege that we have to pray. But now let's look at this wonderful encouragement that Jesus gives us at the end of our passage, 11 to 13. Let me read these wonderful words again. Luke 11, starting in verse 11. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then who are evil... Know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more? Beautiful three words. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? How much more eager and able and ready is the Heavenly Father to give us good gifts, to give us the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? R.C. Sproul says Jesus is making the point that even fallen, corrupt, earthly people know how to give good gifts to their children. So how much more will our Heavenly Father give good gifts when we ask Him? How much more is He willing to give the Holy Spirit to those that ask? Then He ends with this question, Have you ever asked God for the Holy Spirit? When's the last time that we asked God to give us the Holy Spirit? Well, why don't we start today? Why don't we start beginning this week just going to Luke 11 and praying over these three verses and just asking God for the Holy Spirit, asking God for spiritual gifts? So have we lost sight of the privilege to pray? Have we asked God for the Holy Spirit? Another question would be, what have we mainly prayed about this week? What have we mainly prayed about this week? I love what John Piper said. He said, if we struggle with praying, he said, pray to God about your lack of praying. I mean, just think about all these things that we could ask God to pray for. We struggle with being kind to others. Why not go to the throne of grace and say, help me to be more kind? We struggle with compassion, lack of compassion for others. We can ask God, help me to put on a compassionate heart and kindness toward others. We struggle with joy. We lack joy in the Lord. We can go to the throne of grace and say, fill me with joy. We can go and pray Psalm 90, verse 14, Satisfy me in the morning with your steadfast love that I may rejoice and be glad all my days. I mean, just all these things that we are, I think, we're missing out on. You you think of the words in James, you do not have because you do not ask. I'll give you guys a few moments to pray silently and I'll close us in prayer. Let's go before the Lord in prayer.
Heavenly Father, it is, it, is a, it is a privilege to be able to come to you any time of day and pray and approach you and say, Abba, Father, Heavenly Father, what an extraordinary privilege it is to pray. Father, I am thankful for godly examples in church history of people who have not lost sight of the privilege to pray. I am thankful for Corey and her sister Betsy who were in that horrible place and yet even in that horrible place they didn't lose the wonder, the wonder of prayer, the privilege of prayer. Father, forgive us when we just sort of take prayer for granted. And Father, as we think of this passage in Luke chapter 11, Help us to remember that you are our loving Heavenly Father and how much more eager and able and ready are you to give good gifts to us when we ask. How much more eager and able and ready are you to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Father, forgive us for just praying about so many lesser things and forgetting to pray for weightier things and to pray for spiritual things. Father, help us to just more regularly and more faithfully come to your throne of grace and pray. Just help us to pray more consistently just about everything that's going on in our lives and help us never to lose the wonder that it is that we can pray. Father, be with us now as we sing this next song and be with Mark as he preaches from your word and help us to be attentive to the preaching of your word. We ask this all in Jesus' name, amen.